Hey, podcast listeners, hope you're doing well, and I hope you are winning contracts. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a minute to share something with you that's working for our clients. Our federal access knowledge base is helping companies win contracts every single day. I regularly get emails from members thanking us and saying things like, hey, I just won a $2 million contract. Many of you have seen a video that Chris Danback shot for us at GovCon. Chris won two contracts totaling $30 million. One of our members, Eyal, emailed me this morning and said, the turning point that opened my eyes was using federal access to establish a professional and systematic business development and RFP process. I've now won two contracts worth $480,000. Federal access is helping a lot of companies win. It can help you too. So here's the deal. I have a special offer for you. Visit federal-access.com forward slash game changers today and get started for just $29. You're going to get access to a digital copy of the government sales manual, over 70 strategy videos, more than 30 webinars, 300 documents and templates, and one of my favorite pieces is SME support. So when you run into any issue, any challenge at all, you can email me directly for help. So go check out the special offer today at federal-access.com forward slash game changers. The link is in the description below the podcast. So go check that out today, federal-access.com forward slash game changers. So you can get started for just $29 today. Now let's hop into this episode. The big question is this, if government contracting is supposed to be so easy, why do so many companies fail to win even a single contract while others dominate the market? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. In today's episode, you go one-on-one with best-selling author and master business coach Michael Lejeune to learn exactly how to take your government contracting business to the next level. Hey, everybody. We are going to be talking about a really fun topic this week. And so I know when you saw the headline on this one, you probably thought, Mike, you're not going to talk about this. And to a degree, you're correct. I I don't want to get into the politics of this. I know I'm going to be talking about the election here, but I, I want to talk about it from a perspective that is basically timeless. And so this happens every election season. You know, you you have your what we call your midterm elections every every two years. But I really want to focus on the the big election, the presidential election for this topic, because I see a cycle. And if you've been in the market for a while, you've probably seen seen this and it's it's actually very very frustrating for a lot of people and so if you're new to the market you're probably not as aware of what to expect during the election season so I want to walk through that a little bit with you today and you're going to notice I'm actually going to put all politics aside as I talk about the election because it doesn't really matter you know who's running it doesn't matter who's running the things I'm talking about today happen in every election cycle for the, the big election, the presidential election cycle. And so it's it's actually one of the reasons I hate the election season, but it's something you still need to be aware of. And so everyone in the market, especially in the commercial market, tend to actually slow down during this time frame. So I'm recording this in you know September of 2020. And so we've already started to see people put the brakes on. And so they're starting to put the brakes on. They don't want to make decisions. And the thing you're going to hear the most is we want to wait until 
after the election to see what happens. And I really just want to shake these people every time I hear this, every four years, and just say, we know what's going to happen. It doesn't matter who wins in the grand scheme of things. There's going to be some minor changes in budget, this, that, and the other. And then life's going to go on. Life always goes on. So why are you doing this to everybody in the market? And and I don't know why people do this. You know, there's, there's no reason for people to slam the brakes on the way they do with all the speculation. And it's like, you really can't blame the media or anybody else out there, but you just see people thinking, oh, well, if, you know, if the presidency changes hands, then what's going to happen? Oh, if the president, the current president, the incumbent wins, what's going to happen? And again, this is not specific to the 2020 election. This happens every single presidential election. You know, it, I would say it amplifies a little bit more after an eight-year run of a single president because we know regardless after that eight years, we know there's going to be a new person in office. So people are really freaked out um, after a, a two-year president is leaving office and they know, okay, we, we know we've got fresh people in the White House. So that really freaks people out. But again, it happens every single time. And so here's what I see. And, and this is funny as, as we talk about this. You'll, you'll start to see a trend here. The government Q1, which starts in October, uh, you know, it's often a bit slow. It is. And it's like that every year, not just an election cycle. You know, it's a new budget. It's a new year. A lot of major holidays are packed into that window. It's crazy to start a year with two major holidays, actually three major holidays all packed in to this small window. You know, it's just, it's just crazy to have that, but that's what we have. And you also have to remember that even though we're starting a new budget, the budget for that year usually isn't even approved until March, you know, February of the following. So, I mean, the fiscal year starts in October and yes, there's technically a new budget, but a lot of things that need to get approved don't even get approved until the spring. So we have all these things going on that are completely unrelated to the election, but people are blaming the, the election on that. So just remember, it's an, it's a hectic time. It's naturally slow. And I, I really, I personally think the election gets a lot more credit here for the disruption in contracting than it, than it really should. It really shouldn't get that much attention. So cute. Two is where we start to see a little bit more impact. So, so that January, February timeframe, it's still slow. Again, if a new president is elected and, you know, then you are dealing with people saying, oh, well, you know, we're, we're waiting on to see what happens with the new president. So we're waiting on that first hundred days. You know, the first hundred days is always the big test for a new president. So if a new president wins in November, then you, you see people slam on the brakes even more because they're like, oh, well, there's a new guy coming in. And so let's just hold off. Let's just see what happens. Let's get through that first couple of months. And so you're dealing with that. If the incumbent president wins, then there's a lot less of that. It's like, okay, business as usual, uh, full steam ahead. So a lot of times from a contracting perspective, you will see a smoother transition in election season when the incumbent wins. Again, doesn't matter what party it is. It is not specific to the 2020 election. This is just how it happens. Now, here is what you can expect 
uh, if there are big shifts in power. So, and when I call a big shift in power or party is, let's say, so right now in 2020, we have a Republican president. We have, you know, his team or, you know, all Republican, that sort of thing, but he has his team. So if a Democrat wins, then guess what? They're going to have their team. So you're going to see a shift in the party power struggle here, and you're going to see different agendas come into place. And so again, doesn't matter what election is. If there is a party switch like that, then you can set, you know, you can expect that people are going to be looking at shuffling money around, shuffling contracts around. So how can we do this? How can we do that? Now, some things have been awarded and they're not just, they're just not going to get changed. You know, unless there is some sort of extreme reason to cancel a contract, things are going to move forward because guess what? The government has a contract. It's not going to get shut down most likely. Now, if the new party comes in and they have a completely different agenda, which they usually do than the previous party, then guess what? As you start to look over the next 12 to 24 months, you're going to see different types of contracts come out. Now, all of the same stuff that's been happening still has to happen. Facilities maintenance still has to happen. Doesn't matter if it's a Democrat or Republican president. Doesn't matter. You know, troops still need to get paid. They need raises, that sort of thing. We need, you know, beans and bullets, as they say. You know, all those things still need to happen. IT work still needs to happen. You're just going to see some changes in priorities if a new president is elected with a new party. Now, again, if it's if it is the end of an eight year term and let's say that at the end of that eight year term, it was a Republican president and a Republican wins the presidency, you're probably still going to see some shifts in priorities because they all have a different platform that they talk from. And yes, there's going to be some continuing what the old president was doing, but the party's also going to have some new direction typically. So there's there's new stuff that has to happen. So you will see some new things that will come out. But typically the big shift is when it's a, a it's a total party shift. So it goes from re- Republican to Democrat or Democrat to Republican. That's typically when you see those things happen. Now, the other impact, which can happen midterm, and it'll sometimes happen during the, the presidential election, is if the House and or Senate switch power. So if they switch power, then guess what? You see this again. You see their priorities shift from different things. So, you know, one could be focused on IT infrastructure and then the other could be focused on healthcare. I'm just throwing those two things out there. You know, that that could be a massive shift. And if those are massive shifts, then guess what? They're going to be trying to you know, funnel dollars into those areas. And if you don't think they funnel dollars, you really need to take a, a deeper look at the politics side of things. So, you know, when we see these these power changes happen, that's where you're going to see some of the contracts change. But again, I want to assure you, regardless of what happens in this election and the next election and the one after that and the one after that and the one after that, regardless of what happens, regardless of how the parties shift power, it doesn't really matter. There's still a core group of contracts that are always going to need funded. There's going to be some shifts here and there, and there will be opportunities for some people. Uh, there are greater opportunities for some people during one administration versus another. That's just the way that is. But again, it it's not going to disappear completely. The government still needs everything they're buying today, regardless of who's in the White House, regardless who's in the House or the Senate. They still need all of those things. So we don't have to worry that much about all the contracts drying up. And, and let me throw this out there. If you do see a shift in priority from some of the things you're working on, it's okay. Just make a shift in your business. 
It's okay. The government's allowed to change the rules. We may not like it. They're allowed to change the rules because they make the rules. And if they do, we just need to be well-equipped to shift with that and change our priorities in our business. Most small businesses do 15 different things anyway. And there's usually one or two things that are your bread and butter. It's okay if your bread and butter shifts to a different area under a different administration. It'll probably come back during another one. So don't, don't worry too much about this election. Don't worry too much about the politics of it. Really focus on the fundamentals of growing your business regardless of who's in office because those things don't change. They don't change. It doesn't matter who's in office. There's still a boatload of opportunities. There's billions of dollars being spent by the government all the time, every single year. You can get a part of it. You just need to focus on the fundamentals of how to prioritize and engage your customer base so that you're focused on the right ones at the right time. And if you do that, you're going to win no matter what the administration is. Okay. So don't, don't worry about that. And and let me close with this final thought. I, I know this is going to sound a little political here, but One of the funniest things that I have ever seen in my life is the inside of Washington, D.C. from the time that I worked there. I spent many years working in downtown, and I will never forget this one little thing that happened. I went to our lobbyist. We had a lobbyist uh, at the time on the famous K Street, so you can imagine what that cost. And I went down there for one of our first meetings, and I walk in the office, and I go to sit down, and these lawyers do this for a reason. They have you sit down in their office. The office is bigger than my house pretty much and we're sitting down and there's just photos of them with all these people from all walks of life and I noticed this photo and the photo is my lobbyist sitting at a piano and there's Bill Clinton on one side and there's George Bush on the other side and At the time this was happening, these people were heated rivals in the media, hated each other. And I I told my lobbyist, I said, so tell me about this photo. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, they get we get together regularly at my house, smoke cigars, watch movies and, you know, old Westerns and talk about blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, but they hate each other. He's like, you don't understand politics, do you? (laughs) So again, this is almost 20 years when I saw this, uh, 20 years ago when I saw this. And it just made me, it just opened my eyes to a lot of things. And I was like, so is this just a one-time thing? And no, no, no. You, You start to go around this guy's office and there's photos of him with every president back, gosh, back into the 60s. You know, he's with, he's got photos of him with all these presidents. And I'm like, how long have you been doing this? And he's like, for many, many years, these people come over, you know, they, they, you know, I'm a trusted confidant in a lot of these people. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. It just blew my mind. And so I see in the media how people treat each other. And I think to myself, are you watching movies this weekend together? Now, I don't know if our current president is watching movies with the, the past two presidents, but uh, who knows these days? Who knows? And I just have to laugh when I see a lot of the attacks and things and just think, you know, I've seen the other side of this. It's not as ugly as people think, but it sure is interesting. So I'll leave you with that story and this one final thought. Again, focus on the fundamentals. Don't worry about who's going in office. You as an individual are not going to change that. All you can do is react to it, prepare for it, and be focused on growing your company regardless who's in office. Focus on that and you can't go wrong. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Game Changers for Government Contractors. For a full list of episodes and other resources, be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash gamechangers.